the Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came home every day from there. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Judge Jerry! And to quote Donald Trump, there are 50,000 people here. <laughs> unbelievable. Oh. Whoa. Hey, you know, that is unbelievable. I, we, we let that opening play just a little bit longer before you introduce Judge Jerry. Judge Jerry, because he starts the Judge Jerry show in September on stations all across the country. He just got back from a convention where you sell the, the show and convention yeah and you've got like 90 percent of america covered yeah you'd be show? walking down the hall it was, is that the fountain blue hotel in miami okay never and, been to any place like that i don't no I don't you live in that world no you couldn't afford to get in no. but anyway uh, <laughs> it's uh, and uh walking down the hallway hey judge yeah unbelievable oh nice yeah. but patrick <laughs> kennedy also known as patrick who mm-hmm. is our He's musical guest tonight and he, no, not that. It is way too old to get that. Uh, if you're older than seven, now no. we know who's older than seventy. <laughs> anyway, Patrick Kennedy is our musical guest, and Patrick yes. Kennedy wrote that song. Yeah. And with uh, Dinah, yes. what's Dinah's last name? Devoto. Devoto. Uh, teamed up with him, uh, a group called Red Cedars, and they recorded that, and that's our opening song, and we love it. So we're really looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. We're also going to ask Jerry to give us some thoughts on the Starbucks CEO who's thinking of an independent uh, run for president. Boo! <laughs> but anyway, uh, it was weird, speaking of Judge Jerry, uh, my, my mother-in-law died a few weeks back, God yes. rest her soul. Jean Williams uh, lived to almost 94. And thank you to you and Mickey and Louis Beck, another friend of ours, who you came to her funeral and the family was touched. Uh, we're, they were a little miffed, and maybe I shouldn't discuss this publicly, but oh. for you to walk around and hand out cards advertising the Judge Jerry show. Oh, inappropriate. No. Well, you did what? Inappropriate. Well, they were just all sitting there, and we were waiting. Rude. Right. Yeah, that's called the communion time when everybody's quiet. You know, <laughs> yeah, in the Catholic doing? Church, that's what that is. That's I, not like... So I just, went, gee, I, didn't, I, I just went down the aisle, and I said, could you pass those down? Could you pass <laughs> That Awful. Unbelievable. Now I'm feeling badly as well, if it were inappropriate. By the way, there's a place, my wife and I uh, went there on Sunday night, a place in Augusta, Kentucky. So from here about maybe 40 minutes, straight up the Ohio River, called uh, The Beehive. And yes. it's an old restaurant in a building that was built probably in the 1800s time of the, you know, colonial time yeah. even. And... It closed, and some people bought it who live nearby, who have a home in Colorado. I learned this by talking to the owner. And they restored it, and it is an amazing place. So I just want to tell people, if you're ever out in the Augusta, Kentucky area, very historic area, you got to go to the Beehive. And Maria, they are uh, 
they've got musicians that are playing on Friday and Saturday nights. Do they? And All I right. talked to the general manager, whose name is Rob McGregor, about maybe our podcast teaming up with the Beehive yeah. to share some of our players with them because it's always cool to get people work whether it's you or ben knight and the grave diggers i can think of all adam west i can think of a lot of people yeah hannah matthew awesome. all the people i just named live in ludlow kentucky singer songwriters oh, perfect so uh anyway i'm gonna try to kind of make that happen that did uh, they comp your meal no they didn't <laughs> never never happens to me i just wondered why you no, brought this up no no no, no. <laughs> Because I'm a good guy. I'm just a good yeah. guy. I went to Skyline on uh, <laughs> hey, Sunday. Yeah. Hey, let no, me ask you one, la one last <laughs> we'll, question we'll about... We'll take a trip down there. Yeah, we, we need to go there. and, the and Maybe even we... <laughs> no, that's Skyline. Cool. Yeah, we'll be there later. Judge Jerry show, we just referenced it. You can, if you're a judge, I know you can, you can marry people. You can officiate I married weddings. Mickey 45 years ago. No, you can officiate <laughs> weddings. Oh, oh, you mean, right, right, uh, yes. Well, I did that as mayor, I married people. I know you did. Yeah. And so why don't we put the call out right now <laughs> that oh, if no. you want to get married on the Jerry Springer podcast, contact us. You can do it to me. I'm the executive producer. I'm not a producer. I'm the executive producer. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got your producers and then you got yeah. the executive producer. I'd love producer. to see your office. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. the corner of and, our uh, Oh, and you mean that if they contact us... They contact Gene how are you at JerrySpringer.com. Because you get literally thousands of emails every week. Thousands of them. So many. And you're going to have to thousands. sift through them to find the one that's asking... I, I mean, the, Probably the the highest number of emails each week is can Two. I come <laughs> can I come <laughs> see a show can I come and be in the folk school coffee parlor here yeah. in Ludlow Kentucky nice crowd today. and they say uh, what are the requirements to be in the audience and I say breathe breathe and I always make it clear we are not coming out to your recently. car <laughs> to carry you in you have right. to be able to get in here That's on your the own key. yeah and you. Yeah, if, stuff if like that. You can that. come in here, yeah. If you can make it in here, maybe. And we don't might, give out oxygen. Either. We do have a big crowd here tonight, but it could be because it's so cold outside. People are just trying to get warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a lot of homeless. This is there. yeah. This isn't a coffee shop tonight. This is a shelter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never thought of that. Let's <laughs> all come in. Hey Maria, if we did this marrying thing, where yeah. where he. Official. Well, wait a second. Wait First a second. of all, maybe you want to get married. You want to Where get married? are we going with this? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. You could plan your own honeymoon. I'm just going to yeah. do the marriage. <laughs> no, you could sing the, what's that song that uh, Paul Stuckey did the from wedding Peter, Paul, song. and Mary? It's going the back wedding away. The wedding song. But, <laughs> yeah, something like that. But so we could officiate weddings and you yeah. could uh, do the music and I would love to be a part of that. Yeah, yes. I think that Actually, would that be, would awesome. be Can you imagine and <laughs> this is true there really are people who got married when I was mayor. In other words, they came into the mayor's office and I did the mayor in Cincinnati, Ohio. In, yeah. Mayor and I did the the service or whatever and and then officially married them. They're walking around this planet having to tell people if they ask that they got married by Jerry Springer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, if you think about it. Because the TV show many, came after that. Yeah, how many do you think really took? I wonder if anyone's still married. I don't know. So I guess all the I emails that come in, yeah. 
you said, how are you going to sift through all of them? Maybe yeah. they could just put like big capital letters, marriage. Mar- they Mar- want, yeah, and, and marriage. they send their name. So, because I want to prepare a nice sermon. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's seriously, it's if somebody. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Let's, let's go for the low hanging fruit. Is there anybody here that would like to get married? Tonight. Tonight. Well, even tonight. <laughs> Okay. okay, hold how, on. How many want to get second. divorced? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, we're going to start a line here on the right. <laughs> no, wait, but no, let's, let's put a finer point on this. Please, men and women, or women and women, men and men, we don't care. Look around. If you see somebody you'd like to marry, <laughs> yeah. point to Just, them or hold their hand up. And, and we'll marry you up here. here. Because Jerry only one, yeah, the way I do it, only one of you has to consent. <laughs> oh, oh, there goes me too. <laughs> oh, Unbelievable. Man. By the way, that was Jerry Springer no, that said that. I'm Gene Dowling. Jerry, he's not That's here. Maria Corelli over yeah. here. Oh, it's hey, a new um, marriage, yeah. You. I don't know whether I should say this because we're sitting at Folk School Coffee Parlor where they make great coffee. Yes. But you also are known for being a Starbucks fiend. You get up every day. Tell the truth. This is true. Every single day, seven days a week. And I get up. Your drill is what? The first thing, you know, I get up, shower, whatever, and then Mickey and I, if I'm home or if I'm not home, um, you know, I go to Starbucks, wherever the closest one is, which is usually 27 feet. Um, (laughs) and get my grande mocha with extra whip. But you guys here at the coffee parlor, this is good stuff. Yeah, no, it is. It's it's as good, if not better. What's better? Far better. But... um, Are they going to comp your... You know, we joked about... Billboard on your head. You know, (laughs) this is the truth, and we've talked about this before. We've been hanging around together for, who knows, 1970, a long, long time. When we started, we were both lowlifes. We, we had nothing. We weren't doing anything. What do you mean, were? No, no, no. <laughs> no I was working in education, and yeah. you were working in politics, and we right. were both making about the same amount of money, to no, be honest. Yeah, Young city we council member, uh, educator of Cincinnati Public Schools. As time passed, I stayed true. I had a moral compass. I stepped <laughs> on my head north. No, no, no. Yeah. And Jerry got... Real famous and real rich. And this is something I've noticed. We've talked about it, joked about it. We go places, and they will regularly comp Jerry. Regularly. We'll go in for a meal, like an expensive. I pick up all the real cheap checks. He gets, and I back off when we go into a really nice place. So the bill might be for a couple people or four of us, 100 bucks, 200 bucks. You always seem to and go then to the they bathroom come, when the check I do, comes. yeah. <laughs> Then they come over and they say, thank you, Mr. Springer, for being here. The chef has picked up the check. And I'm like, uh, if you have children, but what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> I'm, the one, I'm the one that needs it. I'm the one that needs the help. Yeah, it, and they don't do that. It's unfair. Unfair. Anyway, speaking of Starbucks, Howard Schultz is the CEO and it came out just this week, so we're recording this on the 29th of January, that he is really taking a look at running as an independent. Serious run because he's got a former Obama campaign official who signed on with him. Right. What's your take on that? Well, 
I really got lit up about this and how, how this came about. It was Sunday afternoon, and um, I purposely wanted to watch because I, I want to see who I haven't yet committed to any one particular candidate for, for the Democratic nomination for president. And because there's so many that I, I kind of like, and I just want to see before I say uh, this is the one. And there, you know, there are a whole bunch of what look like very qualified people, and I could get excited about, et cetera. Anyway, Kamala Harris was announcing in Oakland, and I got to tell you, I don't ever, ever remember someone announcing for president to such a crowd. We joke about it, but when that camera panned back and the police there said there were, and there were more, but there were at least 20,000 people, if you saw on television or you watched the news, as far as the eye could see, down the streets, the public square, 20,000 people just for the announcement. So it's like, and then I watched and I listened and... The things that came across, some of which I already knew, but what just blew through the screen, she's obviously very bright, and she's got a great resume, government service, very responsible jobs. The last one, Senate, but before that, Attorney General of the State of California. In other words, she's a serious person, compassionate, multicultural incredible charisma and all of a sudden you see the whole package there i'm not saying my mind's you know totally made up but wow i was just you know called mickey over and we were watching and it was like yeah this is what you want in a candidate where generationally perfect of a younger generation it's just like this is what can be trump this is, and, and, and I love her line, which, which as much as I loved Hillary, she didn't have, you couldn't define in one sentence why you were for Hillary. It was always a long explanation of where she stood on certain issues and a lifelong commitment and this, that, and the other. But with Kamala Harris, she said, we're better than this. And wow. Just that line, and everyone nods their head because even if you were a Republican, you kind of know that as a nation, we're better than this. No one looks to Washington right now and says, wow. And so she just envelops all these things. So anyway, so I'm, as you can tell, I'm on this high for like only three hours. Because three or four hours later, Eastern Time, Howard Schultz, the guy who created Starbucks, is on, I think, 60 Minutes. I forget what show he was on. But he says, uh, I'm thinking about running for president. And it's like puncturing the balloon and say, oh, no. You know, we're so close to finding a group of people that, wow, this, you know, we've got there's light at the end of the tunnel. We know where we can go as a party. We know where we can go as a country, at least in the right direction. And now we got this guy, Howard Schultz, who's incredibly accomplished, 
in what he did with Starbucks. But, and he's got billions of dollars. But, you know, think about it. We could wind up with a presidential race. Let's say Bloomberg decides to run in the Democratic primaries. What if he won? We could have a race where you got three billionaires running for president. Choose the billionaire you want. Bloomberg, Schultz, or um, Trump. And there's something wrong with a democracy having that as the choice. I'm not saying you should be disqualified because you're rich, but, you know, what's the point of having this system is now everyone who has a billion dollars decides, yeah, I think I'll be president. You know, they already run the economic system. Are they also going to run the government? It's like, be careful, you know, okay, I don't want him to run as an independent. I think it would be horrible. Number one, because you're good at business has nothing to do with whether you can be good in the government. Being good in business, business is about making a profit. And that's what you should do. That's why you get people investing. You invest in business to make money. So he's excellent at that. You know, full disclosure, I'm addicted to Starbucks. So I love what he did in the business. I wish the lines were shorter. But so he does that. But what has business is to make a profit. Government is to provide services, which by definition are not profitable. If it were profitable, the government wouldn't have to do it. The reason you have government is because the individual person can't pay for everything by themselves, and no, there's not a business that will do it because it's not profitable. So the government does it. The government provides protection. The government makes sure our water is clean, or should. You know, the government uh, makes sure that our kids get educated. The government provides fire protection, military protection. That's government. Provide service, food stamps, housing. It's not profitable. So... You know, you don't get to be president because, gee, I've got a successful, famous business. Has anyone heard of Donald Trump? Even though he turned out, as we now know, he wasn't a good businessman. But so that's not a qualification. Second, if he runs, and this is the conventional wisdom, but in this time, the conventional wisdom is right. He's going to make Trump the next president, assuming Trump runs again. If you've got billions of dollars, you're going to get some votes, right? And we saw what happened last time. Even though Hillary got three million more votes than Trump, she still wasn't the winner. We can't afford to go through this again. Now, there's no way an independent of any qualification under our current system can get 271 electoral votes. It's not possible. It would require all of us who are lifelong Democrats or lifelong Republicans, every one of us to turn our back on the party. It's not going to happen. The next thing, which I don't like what he said, he says his reason for running is the system's broken, which everybody now says. We'll see if it's broken. I'm not convinced yet. But certainly the Democratic Party isn't broken. He says the parties are too extreme. Well, I'll admit the Republican Party has been taken over by the extreme right. 
That's been done even before Trump, starting with the Tea Party. But the Democratic Party is not extreme. Why? On virtually every issue you can think of, almost every issue, the Democratic position is mainstream America. Mainstream America overwhelmingly wants health insurance for all citizens. Mainstream America is with the Democratic Party position on wealthier people should be taxed more, tax break for the middle class. Most Americans are now pro-choice. Most Americans are for pre-K education. Most Americans believe there ought to be financial aid for college. Any issue you take on the environment, most Americans are pro-environment. Most Americans are green. So what's extreme? Now, there are some candidates running that are going to be more to the left than others. Then if you don't like that Howard Schultz, then run in the Democratic primaries and try to win the argument so that your party on that issue is closer to what you want. That's why we have primaries. But how are you better than Donald Trump? Donald Trump didn't get his issue, the wall, so he shuts down our government. You don't get your issue because you don't want Medicare for all, so you're willing to shut down the Democratic Party. How are you different? Are we now at the point where if a billionaire doesn't like your position on every issue, he'll just tear down the whole system? That's why people have every right to be angry at Howard Schultz right now. No one is saying that he can't run for president. He's been a Democrat his whole life. There's one issue that he's ticked off about. Then run in the primaries and try to win the argument. You look at the whole slew of Democratic candidates. How can you say that every one of them is a lefty? Elizabeth Warren is far to the left, and Bernie Sanders is perhaps clearly left of center. But then you got Joe Biden, Sherrod Brown, uh, the, the female senator, the woman senator from uh, Amy Klobacher from uh, Minnesota. Did I mispronounce it? I did. What is it? Kobuchar. Oh, Kobachar. Uh, so you got choices in the Democratic Party. You don't like it? What's happening? Run in the party. But don't kill the party and elect Donald Trump. It's an ego maniacal billionaire at some point gets up in the morning and think, as my first political job ever, I want to be president of the United States. We all thought it was crazy when Trump did it, and it was. So let's, let's say the same thing. Any billionaire that comes up and wants to break down the system so he or she can be president it's just as crazy and just as wrong, and I would argue just as undemocratic. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're moving on to our music portion of the podcast. We've got a dear old friend back here on the podcast this week. It's Patrick Who. He's the... Uh, hey. Yeah. One of our favorites, as Gene said, he is he is the uh, writer of our intro song. So who you hear singing 
um, at the top of our podcast. You're going to hear him singing here today. Uh, welcome back, Pat. Thanks for coming back on the Thanks, show. Thanks, guys. Glad to be back. <laughs> um, tell us about the song that you're about to play. And, um, uh, well, um, this one was more of a... Um, I had a melody, like, kind of in search of words, and I have... Uh, I've written a lot of songs from life experiences, but I'm running out of those. So uh, <laughs> I figured I'd try a common theme. Uh, and I'm sure everybody's thought about hunting down their dad and killing him. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, my dad grew up in Ludlow. And, uh, <clears throat> he had the great fortune of turning 18 in 1941. So his life was planned for a while, but... Did your dad really grow up in Lola? Mom and dad, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but uh, uh, this isn't about them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make that clear. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> My mama left me with a heavy love. Died when I was 13 years old My daddy, he was always on the road After she died, he never came back home I started to steal, so I had to run Thousand miles in all alone I'll find my daddy before I'm done Sharpen my switchblade And I got my gun My mind is blown like the wind I ain't got no time for friends I just wanna find him Put him in the ground Walked into the Shantytown bar one night coming out with an album this year. Is yeah, this true? good buddy, uh, Jamin Zyler. Uh, uh, and he's friends with any... If, if you own a guitar, he should be your friend. But uh, he's also a great sound engineer. And uh, 
he's recorded, he talked me into doing one, just me and my guitar, which uh, there's about 14 songs on there. It's a lot of me, but uh, I may take it down to 10 and do one, maybe 10 more with a band. But uh, nice. it should be out this spring. Okay. Good for yeah. you. Well, uh, where could we hear it when it does come out? Like, uh, you know what? You can listen in your living room. You can, uh, <laughs> yep. You can uh, take uh, I've never taken care of that before, so he'll take care of that. So okay. I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, will you do us a huge favor and, and sing Down by the Riverside? And sure. Have Jerry sing along with you a little here? Oh, I'm sure. sorry. <laughs> no, I've, been, I've been working on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy load down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. Gonna lay down my heavy load down by the riverside. I'm gonna study no orange no more. Ain't gonna study no orange no more. Ain't gonna study no orange no more. Ain't gonna study. Kennedy for writing our opening song and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com.